1: It's not too late to accept Tom Brady as your Lord and Savior. Welcome to a matrimonious edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hartigan. It's a brand new season. We're all zero and zero. We're the exact same, Danny. We're the exact same. Uh, (laughs) Who you just heard sighing is Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, what was harder to stomach, the Patriots' AFC Championship loss or the Bucks? super bowl loss the other night
0: i mean you don't make me choose that's a sophie's choice they are different
2: types of pain i guess yeah
1: that's fair where
2: does the Oatley uh, guy rank where does
1: <laughs> that was dude. a loss for america that was yeah. a loss for Oatley. if any Oatley, no one's getting that shit anymore okay who you that was washington football
2: team fan jamel johnson
1: jamel congratulations football is over your your nightmare has ended. Congratulations!
2: Man, WNBA free agency is off to a hot start, fellas. Uh, lastly, joining
1: the show today with some dirt to dish, we got Chief Superfan and Danny's wife, Natalie Anise Solomon, joining the show. What's up, Natalie?
3: Hey, Dan. How's it going? Thank you oh, for the it, intro.
1: <laughs> oh, it is thrilling to have you on because last year we got to sit next to Danny. During his ups and downs And you got to do it all season long So let's just start with the last game we all watched I mean, let's talk about the Super Bowl I don't know where to start But I know that was brutal for all of us We all picked the Chiefs I bet a lot of money on the Chiefs I wasn't emotionally invested Like
2: uh, Natalie and Danny But Bummer Bummer. It was a ride, right? You guys sure you don't want to talk about the equalizer first? (laughs) Are you sure you really want to do this? I just I'm just want to check on everybody here. Everybody's got a lot of feelings. We can just start with Queen Latifah. We all can agree Queen Latifah is uh, a tour de force. I like when uh, you're
1: able to shoot people on TV in a primetime slot. That's pretty awesome.
2: It is very awesome. And
1: she beat she shot, a lot of people up.
2: She shot like three people. She beat like three other dudes' ass. And she also drove her daughter to school.
0: Oh, that, I mean, it sounds very similar to the Super Bowl when Mahomes got beaten up the entire game and I wanted to shoot myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it just all okay. came back. I mean, were you chill? How chill were you? You were active on the uh, group chat, which I didn't expect. I thought you might oh. throw the phone.
3: I didn't see the group chat, but I will say he was very chill. This was probably the chillest I've seen him all season, weirdly enough, for Whoa. I know.
0: Nah. It was my Super Bowl of yeah. emotional control. <laughs> and I did. Was- I was, because, you know, I said this on the last pod. I think the choice was brought to me about which Super Bowl. You know, do you think this one is as important as the last one? I said no. And I felt it. I really stuck by that emotionally. It wasn't as important because we've won one. The monkeys off the back. We have a Super Bowl. It's in Arrowhead Stadium. I can look at it, maybe, presumably, at some point when I go back home. Maybe I go in Arrowhead. It's sitting there. I don't know where it is. But it's in our house. This year would have just been kind of the start of the dynasty, beating Tom Brady. A lot of nice things, but things I more want than need. So I was okay with it.
1: Are you worried you're me now? This is how how you were two weeks ago was how I was after the Eagles Super Bowl. Jamel pointed
2: this out. Hey, yeah, guess what? You guys have been each other the whole time. You literally have the same fucking name. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Take I'm your w- like- both of you saw one championship and thought oh I- hey, let's get ready for eight in a row <laughs> here's the next decade of dominance oh stupid
0: no 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 this th- we are on a real foundation here we need to fix the offensive line the, the interior especially my N- endomican sue prop bet totally hit uh so i felt at least decent about that i have to figure out how to transfer bitcoin but still it's going to (laughs) happen i knew that was the problem with our team the rest of the team is pristine i don't blame a single man on that roster for this loss that doesn't play on the offensive line the eagles were just a shit show that got lucky with a backup quarterback and it all (laughs) fell apart moments after the, the trophy was delivered he didn't have to
2: okay
1: and we all did right. what you guys couldn't do. We beat Tom Brady in a big uh, game.
2: All right. I know. I'm sorry. Look,
1: before we get, look, there's so much to talk about. Let's start with um, just the Super Bowl experience. We, t- we mentioned it a, l- a little bit last week where we talked about how, how much fun the Super Bowl parties are. You guys hosted a great one last year. And then this year, we're all isolated. That's why I think it's great to get this perspective here. From Natalie, because we don't know what it's like to watch games with you anymore, or with each other anymore. Nobody does. We're all it's watching this shit alone. <laughs> so, like you said, you seem like you were chill. But what was your guys' Super well cool experience like? What was the spread? What was the vibes in the house? I know Danny came and did you into get it the loose.
2: black. Yeah, did you get the Black History Month chicken?
3: Yes. Of course, <laughs> Vaughn's chicken, fried chicken. <laughs> and uh, no donuts this year, though. I think that's actually crucial now in the win. We have to just follow the exact menu from last year. And Dan mm-hmm. brought these amazing pretzels. And I mean, the spread, it was comparable, but not really this year. You know, smaller. We had a spinach dip, chicken, and a cookie cake. And then we, and Coors Light. And that was it. And that was really all you need, we found out.
0: Yeah. Uh, She's yeah. right, because the cookie cake was an executive decision that I made at the very end. I was like, donuts, they're too filling. We've got the chicken already. I'm going to find – I'm going to see what else is out there. At Vaughn's, there was a cookie cake, big football and frosting, the Chiefs logos on it. I was just – I got pumped by it, and it turned out to be, I guess, like she said, the reason
2: why we lost. Most likely. I mean – No Di Serrano? You left the Di Serrano no the at the store too? No, No.
3: No. Uh, we we had that uh, for the AFC and drank the whole thing, and Danny got pretty sick, so we couldn't uh, yeah. <laughs> couldn't do Sorono this time. Sorry, <laughs> I, I,
0: I I wasted my <laughs> yeah, I, well, we and knew. I wasted my oh, taste. we totally
2: knew.
0: <laughs> well, amaretto is just it's bad. It it feels bad to be drunk on amaretto
3: so great i loved it (laughs) i didn't even have a hangover the next day
1: (laughs) i know last season the build up like was that like the height of your fandom or did you get more into this season were you as into this year as you were last year
3: no the pressure was off this year like last year i'm just gonna say i think we're all tired after 2020, we're exhausted. It's like, ah, eh, you know, it'd be great if something nice happened, but we're we're okay with the horrible, inevitable happening anymore. And uh, you know, last year was just it was so big because we came so close in 2019, and that was a really really big upset. So I I made the call early on in 2020, like we're we're just gonna go to the Super Bowl, and we're gonna win it. And I I told him I'm like I think you still owe me about fifty bucks on that bet, but we <laughs> we went, we won. And, I mean, that morning had a different vibe. You know, there was an excitement in the air. We had the cheese shirts laid out. We had, you know, the whole spread, the red and yellow donuts. And Aww. all our friends were here. And that was actually the last big gathering that we had last year. So it was a little, you know, how, how are we going to top that? Should we top it? No. So this year, not as much pressure. We just, you know, went with the flow. We had our win last year. It was a great one. It wouldn't have been as fun this year. We, you know, we had just basically us. And it was, you know, it was fine, but yeah, we need that big group to celebrate like we did last year.
1: That's how the teams probably going into this game felt. I felt it was going to be a positive for the Kansas city chiefs coming in loose, feeling like we know we've been here, we know how to win this game. And then you forget that like, that's what bucks fans were doing, laying out their jerseys, all their rituals, the nerves. I I feel like a Buccaneers fan day was a little bit different than your guys. Sunday experience.
0: Oh sure, yeah. I mean bath salts in the morning, uh hit your kids, (laughs) um, you you know, fuck your fat wife and then go storm the capital, come back,
2: watch a game, direct flight, fight a cop,
0: and uh and then have a party maskless. (laughs) And that's
3: the Buccaneers fan day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was just week seven.
1: I, I, saw a lot, like, <laughs> I saw a lot of COVID-19 jerseys. There's a lot of Bucks jerseys, number 19 named COVID on the nameplate. Maskless people walking around with those. So they're just laughing at it in the face. Uh you know, what a what a nice salute to the uh the seventy five hundred uh medical workers who are who are in attendance. So
2: I'm sure they appreciated uh, yeah. <laughs> the kindness. There's right. no way that there's no way the streaker was vexed. No. Oh, yeah. no, he even
3: took off his mask.
2: Yeah,
3: I'd down there with it.
2: That'd be funny Dude. if he had a little mask on his
0: dick, though.
2: <laughs> oh, son, that'd be so good. Would he not hit his bet? Didn't he do it for a bet? I, I, he's gained
1: notoriety for placing a bet that there would be a streaker, and then he won a bunch of money by doing it from everybody that I've seen online say that none of the sports books carry that bet. So we can't verify where he placed this bet or how he got this money. He's certainly, the story is taken off. We don't know if this is true or
2: not. Oh, that shit ain't even real.
1: I know. So it's rough, but uh, yeah. it's, possible. it's
2: possible. Vegas isn't going to let you hold your own destiny like that. Right. They've they've, they've taken this into account. This isn't the first Super Bowl. Yeah, if it was going to be on their book, it'd be like the dude would have to be British or something. It'd have to be somebody who, like, doesn't really know what football is.
1: Um, I don't know. So do you want to talk about uh, the pros or cons? Uh, for, and, and like, we could talk about this from a Bucks perspective or a Chiefs perspective. I don't know where you want to start with the game itself. You want to start with the, with the Chiefs or the Bucs?
2: Wait a minute. Hold on. I actually have to. You want to talk about fucking experiences. I attempted to go to the wing stop in Glendale <laughs> before the game. And it was a legitimate madhouse. There was a hundred plus people in and around the wing stop at like three o'clock, bro. I placed an order at 9 a.m. <laughs> to be picked up at 245. I show up. There is legit, I shit you not, a hundred fucking people. They had like five lines going. There was a check-in table that no one was in charge of. They just had a bottle of hand sanitizer. I'm trying... The line is going out of the door. And then you know how it's like surrounded by cactus? Cacti? Like, I couldn't even get to the back of the line. Like, I was trapped inside of this like cactus cage. And once that happened, I was like, "Fuck these wings, I'm out." I did not stay. You bailed on the wings?
3: Hell yeah, dude! You bought them. You didn't get
2: the wings? No, no. See, I didn't. I didn't pay though. That's why I left. The only reason I left is because I didn't pay. They don't Wingstop, which they are for the people. One of the few places that offers an option where you can essentially put food on layaway. What is you just order (laughs) it and then pay when you get there? Which is like that seems a little weird.
0: What? So then, what you? They got what twelve lemon pepper and twelve regulars sitting around just no. un unclaimed. I went
2: no dig this. I went back. I <laughs> went. I went back after the game was over just to see if the wings were there. Or I was just like, "Are you guys all right?" I walk in. It looks like now a fucking ghost. Now they're about to go out of business. It looked like. <laughs> the fucking Tasmanian devil had came through and like spun all the tables upside down and no one's inside and everybody's looking confused and, but they were like, dude, no, of course we didn't make your wings. You seen how many people was in here? And I was like, you're right. I know. Thank you. And then I just went home. But now all you perfect. can have all the
0: wings you want because nobody's doing anything. The, exactly. We'll, we'll try to cut the friars back on. That's it why was, we go to Vons because Vons is under the radar. Great chicken. It is at a low price, and it nobody is. knows. Nobody cares to go to Vons when all of the major chicken places are, you know, on your TV screaming at you to order from them. You know, Popeyes, KFC, Wingstop—they're all telling you to grab their wings. You just waltz all over the grocery store. That's yeah, the smartest thing you can do.
2: And it's cheaper. It's even cheaper for Black History Month, guys for some reason in my email personalized for me I got a, coup- a coupon that is good for a month of grocery store fried chicken for like 75 cents off I can what? use it anytime anytime I want for all of February they don't explain any further than that but does that it count was as reparations me. <laughs> I mean look they sent it to me I feel like we're dancing around
1: the game itself because there's some emotional pain. Yeah, I know, Jamel. He, look, I we had to talk to, about the wingstop experience. I just
2: wanted to make sure I got that in there before I forgot because I will forget shit, which I will mention later. But. Yeah. Uh,
1: I let's just start on the chief side of things. Um, I just want to say that Mahomes made some throws that like I've never seen a quarterback make in any game, like on a, any level, like in a college game, a high school game. Like fucking John Elway or Joe Montana couldn't dream of making these throws and they all should have been caught, some of them for touchdowns. That's how weird this game was, is that the Chiefs didn't wind up scoring a touchdown and basically had some of the greatest plays I've ever seen that are just going to be lost to time. It's, it was so frustrating from a, a Chiefs rooting perspective. I, I do think the Bucks outplayed them and should have won the game. But every break went against the Chiefs. It was it was crazy frustrating. To, to, yeah. You had when did you feel that, Danny and, and Natalie? Like when you because you said that when you're like you were actually stoic watching this game, you had to have known somewhere in the second quarter, like it's just not our day.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we accepted it pretty early and started just kind of living our lives again. I I was you know, detaching. From this season uh, and making sure that I didn't fully feel the anger that I could have felt because, you know, when you start splitting hairs about like a PI call here or a dropped touchdown catch there, you, you just sound like a Trumper who can't accept that he lost Pennsylvania. And you're just like, if this had happened and if this city council hadn't voted for extra ballots to 75 year olds in this district, it's like, no, look it wasn't going to happen. The O-line got decimated and reshuffled 2 weeks before the fucking Super Bowl. Our best player on the line gone with an Achilles. It just, you know, the one thing that everybody said could happen that would be the only way we would lose happened and it sucked. It was hard to watch, but uh, I, you know, there's there's clear blame. So I can't feel bad about any of the the players who didn't do this or that, because I know why this happened and it's an easy fix.
3: You have a, you have the fix.
0: We're going to, it's the draft, babe. We're going to get that. We're going to get a, a couple of O-linemen in the draft. It's going to be all fixed. We're going to be back. Tom Brady will somehow get back with another team and, you know, cause uh. he's just, He's just fucking on loan to whoever wants to win a Super Bowl now, this fucking guy with his deal with the devil that he has.
3: I mean, really, the refs were protecting him. The, you know, Buccaneers coach himself was bragging about Brady. He's like, I mean, I just let him coach. It's like, what the hell do we need you for? Like, what is going on? Like, why is, you know, why, why do we need Brady so badly? Like, who...
2: It's the Tom Brady. He is the he is the white Jesus, unfortunately.
3: A little bit. And this, and this
2: is and this is for the rest of our goddamn lives.
3: And it's, it, you is. Know, it was the little I, I was saying, you know, maybe that's the win that, you know, that side needed. We'll give him the Super Bowl win. We'll keep going with our things. You know, it's exactly. like here, that's Florida, here, yeah, Buc- we, it, stands, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, calm down. We'll take the stimulus. We'll move the country in a better direction. We'll get some fucking protection for schools. And we'll, you know, take the virus seriously. And we'll have some more democracy. And you guys get to talk about how Tom Brady's the goat.
3: Yeah, that's all. I mean, I I just don't like his little piss pot face. I don't like it.
2: (laughs) Uh, I've (laughs) never heard anybody... (laughs) (laughs)
3: say <laughs> he this does
2: spot face
3: he does he's just got that oh, little tucker scowl all the time you know and and it oh, makes yeah. me feel bad for giselle and and a woman like me should not feel bad for a woman like giselle but i do
0: <laughs> yeah because she's got because he's not hot i don't think i think he's handsome uh, well,
3: he's, yeah he, you know traditionally handsome traditionally not my handsome. type yeah. never my type but you know maybe giselle's type
0: you're not thinking about like when you're having like a hot sex dream as a woman. Not you particularly, babe. Obviously, it's me and only yeah. me in your dreams. Yeah. But but as a like women in general aren't thinking about a guy like Tom Brady. Tom Brady as, Tom Brady as, is as a the, women. Yeah. Tom Brady is the boyfriend in the rom com that gets dumped for the
2: cooler guy. Yeah, the guy you'd like to take to a formal. He's good for a formal.
3: It's a formal, yeah.
2: Formal boyfriend.
3: Yeah. Yeah, look. you know, I'm sure lots... Uh, blah, sorry.
2: Yeah, Odd-looking <laughs> penis. Everything else amazing. Body covered in cashmere at all times. Looks like he's floating on air. Penis a little off.
1: Sexually attracted to children.
2: I know we all call him out for
1: kissing his own kid. We don't know that it stops there.
0: <laughs> like, and well, th- I- in that respect, Tampa and Tom are a perfect match. <laughs> and if that's what they want to do, if that is what the... The, the rights success, uh, secession plan is to just peel off a state where Tom Brady is the president, everybody fucks their kids, cheat as much as you want, and just try to, you know, fucking dominate through racism and force and evil. Then, you know, by all means, go,
2: go, Bucks. Yes, I know that the line was fucked up, but like. Why not run it a few times? I know I I say I feel like I say it all the time and I come off like some sort of like old curmudgeon. Like I'm fucking like Dick Butkus or something. But like just a little bit of clock management. Attent- like your old line is fucked up. You know what every old lineman knows how to do? Run block. Cuz all you have to do is fucking put your hands out and go forward. Pretty simple.
0: Andy didn't want to change the the game plan. That's clear to me.
1: There are a couple draws that they ran in the opening drive of the second half that were working, and they got down the field, and it <clears> in became clear that that might have been the way to break off some big chunks. Is I to mean, run if you're
2: just... also – if you have a coach who, like, almost, like, killed a couple kids, like, the weekend before <laughs> oh, the game, that might, you know, might fuck up the game plan a little bit as well. You can't really make adjustments.
0: I would be mad at Andy Reid if he was distracted by his son getting into a drunken car accident. By now, you know what your sons are and what they're capable of. You can compartmentalize this the, the night before the Super Bowl. Just keep, just adjust the game plan to what you're seeing in practice. That's all you have to do. Don't worry about what Brit's up to. Don't worry about his impending trial and probable conviction for uh, attempted manslaughter or whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to be addressed in the off season. You know that let the people do their investigation and run a fucking draw play every couple of plays, because you know, Mahomes is getting attacked. You're used to throwing the ball around the lot. I get it. That's what we all wanted to see. That's how I wanted to win but, yeah, I think a couple of runs would have been nice.
1: It's tough, too, because it's like <clears throat> we knew Mahomes has been hobbled and hurt this whole postseason. It was the guy needs surgery. That. The guy had a concussion. And just going back to – what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say Chiefs excellence, but
2: – Joie de vivre.
1: Yeah, thank you, Jamal. Uh, so we look at the Chiefs offseason. You draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire with your uh, first-round pick. And he's a, he's a darling right away. He's a fantasy darling week one. Everybody's just going crazy over this guy. He's a non-factor in the super bowl. You really could have used another lineman in this situation. It's, it was like a rich get richer thing where everybody and it, and it happened just now that we know how the season played out. It was, it kind of was a mistake of a draft pick. He's a good player, but we all know that running backs overvalued. And I think Williams could have done anything that Clyde did and, you would have loved to have another pass rusher or offensive lineman, And there's just like these little things that you do when you're the champion that, um, you lose an edge a little bit. And like, I thought that that was such an a plus draft pick by, by everybody in all outlets. And now it's kind of clear that that wasn't a good draft pick.
0: Oh. And then, you know, people, somebody we picked five years ago that everybody thought was a dumb pick ends up, saving the day for us at some point. I mean, that's just how it works. You know, we people they didn't like Eric Fisher, that draft pick, and that guy ends up being one of the biggest fucking pieces of this offensive success for the entire season. So, Clyde's going to come. His day will come in a few seasons or maybe even next season. I like Clyde. I mean, you're saying that we should have drafted an offensive lineman, but when yeah, would he have played? Lot, like- he would have only played after we lost Kolechi Assembly after we lost Mitch Schwartz, after we lost fucking Eric Fisher, we had to lose three dudes who were starters. Oh, and LDT opts out in the beginning of the season. Laurent DeVernay, Tardif,
2: doctor
0: in, up in Canada, saving lives out there. So four linemen have to decide not to, or have to not play in the season at the very last moment. We have to figure that whole shit out. And we did draft a fucking offensive tackle. He was a gr- he was a really good looking player who ended up opting out because his mom was sick or something like that. So, you know, we did all the shit that we had to do. We got unlucky. That's what happened.
2: The, yeah, you know what sucks? Like nine things had to go wrong for y'all to lose. I'm kind of <laughs> it's kind of annoying that like y'all lost, and it still feels like Patrick Mahomes won. He's still he's like still in the best he's in the best commercial he ha- somehow has the best play of the game and it wasn't even a completed pass.
0: And he's mad. He's mad now. I hope Tom Brady I was saying it earlier I was trying to say this but I hope Tom Brady's back with the Bucks with any other team come back come back to the Super Bowl you fucking you you
2: smooth faced bitch just play there for whoever is. wherever the Super Bowl is. Where's the I Super just Bowl want- next year? He's Pat deserves he deserves to beat
0: Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is not the best. He didn't have the best game. He's not the reason that they won. He is—he is. he was just there. He's like Trent Dilfer.
1: It is uh crazy the the Mahomes slander I saw in the timeline, and people kind of saying he can't beat Brady, and he, you know, is a product of this great offense. Like there wasn't one thing I saw that made me. Shrink my opinion of Patrick Mahomes, like whatsoever.
3: Well, like, and we've already beat Brady before; it just didn't happen at the Super Bowl, which I understand is more important. But <laughs> past season, sure. I mean, it wasn't no. like it was impossible. It wasn't like, oh, now we really have to come and you know avenge. It was just, you know, he got lucky.
2: <laughs> and there was no people there; it was a bunch of cardboard cutouts. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a, it's like he gets three fourths to credit for it. Yeah, but it was also awesome. it was the defense, yo. I mean, the way that the Bucs beat Green Bay should have been telling. Tom Brady played the worst game he possibly could. And the Packers couldn't do anything. And we're like, A-Rod looked like an idiot out there. No. You're dealing with that? Yo, I don't know if they're an all-time defense. Me and Dan were arguing about it. He says no because of the stats, because he's a fucking pansy. But the way they played in the playoffs, all-time shit. I will agree.
1: All-time playoff performance. You got that. I mean, to shut down one of the best offenses we've ever seen, I know they had this glaring hole, but they took advantage of it, and that's what they had to do. They did exactly what they had to do to win.
2: Sure, yeah. That,
1: that was the way that – it was like everyone knew that's how you beat the Chiefs, and they did it. Well, you know,
0: if you put, if you put the fucking four of us out there in front of Mahomes – and have to block JPP and and Domic and Sue and fucking uh, Shaq Barrett and all these guys, yeah, it's going to be, he might have a rough day. Like, that's what it's going to take. I, I get that they deserve some credit for doing what many other defenses in the league could have done, which is beat the shit out of Andrew Wiley at the tackle spot and Mike Remmers, loser of the Panthers Super Bowl just a few years back, yeah, I mean, you know, they did that. They beat those guys. They didn't beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, as envisioned at the beginning of the season, as was constituted (laughs) up until the very last game of the season, they could not beat that team, and I will go
2: to my grave (laughs) saying it. you You said a lot of stuff that made sense, and then you started to trail. At the end, I'm, I'm.
0: I was just getting warmed up to that I'm last gonna... moment. They didn't beat the Chiefs. They beat these players who happened to be on the Chiefs. Backups, get out of here.
1: Scab oh, well. Chiefs, scat <laughs> the scab lineman Chiefs. Uh, the, So, obviously, now the world we have to live in is that Tom Brady is, again, on top of the football world. It's disgusting. <sighs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Last year was the perfect way for it to end, the unceremonious conclusion. He ends his season on a pick six, and he goes out of the first round in shame. We loved that. That's what we wanted. That's how it should have ended. And then he shows up in Tampa Bay and... They had 41 turnovers last year. They had 17 this year. They had 150 penalties last year. They had 96 this year. Jamel said it. I think we found out that Tom was the evil one all along, not Bill. I think we didn't find out who was responsible for the greatness. We found out who was the real scum.
2: Yeah. They're, now, now come on. Pastor. Parasites work off of each other, obviously. I'm not saying Bill <laughs> is not free of guilt. I'm just saying you want to know who these – to this team of serial killers, who's the one calling the shots? Thomas Q. Brady. Look at the
1: henchmen that he was able to assemble. All of these Bucks players who scored were acquired through the offseason. You had Gronk scoring. You yeah. had Fournette scoring. You had Okay, and then you have Shaq Barrett, Ndamukong sue JPP, Antonio Brown. Like the list goes on. Valid. That was a, a hired – gun team a super mega team to compete with the Chiefs in that moment and all recruited through some shady dealings with the devil himself Tom Brady they all came there for this and they got exactly what they wanted it's so gross that it worked out that
2: way it's just so
1: unusual to see the Super Bowl called tighter than the regular season usually this is a let them get let them play type game Mm. And in this game, it was if you cough on the guy, we're throwing flags. Mm -hmm. Well, come on, dude, it's
2: fucking COVID, man. You can't cough on nobody.
3: It's not just COVID. It's Brady. They were protecting Brady. (laughs) Yeah, Brady is COVID.
0: (laughs) That is that is a hot take, and I like it. Brady is the virus. Everywhere he goes, people get sick. Comes the
3: virus. Yeah, he didn't get the Super Bowl last year. Well, guess what happened right after the Super Bowl the virus
0: he was mad he wanted revenge on america suddenly he cooks up well he he i guess concocts it puts it in his own body starts spreading it however he does it i i'm you're on to something
1: yeah i think he saw the writing on the wall that donald trump was going to lose in 2020 so he had to maintain some evil somewhere within the country where better than tampa bay florida
3: i mean i'm not completely accepting the results of the super bowl yet i want to (laughs)
1: There's I There's hearings to going, going out on right now. The
3: second field goal. Yeah, I was like, "That's it. We're good." Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, we need to re. We need to recount that fucking that that first called back interception that the time. Cool Matthew it. catches. He that changed the game in so many ways. It just that's that moment that you were talking about, Hardigan, where I think everybody on the field and the Chiefs really felt it deeply everybody on the field realized, oh, this is going to be a tight game. This is going to be, they're going to start calling shit that they weren't calling. And that a hundred percent benefits Brady.
3: Bucks didn't even get their first flag until like mid third quarter.
1: Yeah. it was, And they, and they, the way they played too against the chiefs receivers was just bumping the entire time and just not letting those dudes get clean breaks. You saw, and then, we saw the Chiefs players slipping all over the place. It's just, like we said, it was the perfect shit storm of things to go wrong. And that interception, I bet my dad uh, a case of beer that Brady would throw an interception. So right when it happened, I called him and I'm just like claiming my, my victory and they reverse it. And that's, I had to sit back down and wait and it never came. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, the, it was just exactly what happened at the Packers game it was just a small snowball at the end of the first half. You have the Chiefs get this huge goal line stand. You think the game's going to shift right here. They're not able to get a first down, or I think they got a couple. They punt. There's a just phantom holding call on this punt. They lose 38 yards on the repunt. That's a huge 40-yard play right there, swing. And then we get the interception that gets – uh, taken off. They stopped them for a field goal. McCole Hardman's lined up off sides, which we never saw a replay of. I have not seen him lined up off sides. So they made the play after that is a Gronk touchdown. So that's seven points instead of three. And then
0: and the PI, the PI in the end zone. Also, we had that. Well, that's what's coming. Yeah. Cause yeah. then,
1: which was so frustrating. Like if you're Andy Reid and you're calling timeouts there on the third and one you got to be aware that they're going to take this deep shot, Mike Evans. That I thought that was a terrible call, but like the the long play with forty seconds left, and then they get the one in the end zone. And before you know, it, it's twenty-one-six. Like that game could have easily been like ten to six at halftime, mm-hmm. and it just got out of control.
0: But it was it actually helped kind of set my mood a little bit it stabilized it because i knew that this wasn't going to happen at that point when we were when we got scored on again before the half i was like this doesn't feel like the formula that we always you know make work where we win where we come from behind by you know we get the kickoff at after the half and then we storm back tie it up then we stop them then we get another score then we just start piling it on it just it was too far away by that point for us to do what we normally do and we were going to have to do something that we don't normally do and try to do the Texans game mm. in the second half you know the right. that game from the the Super Bowl winning season it was just you know we needed the time and we didn't have enough of the time to do what we needed to do against a guy like Brady who just makes every Super Bowl suck that's another thing is he just makes the game unwatchable
2: yeah definitely the Eagles not yeah, well but also that CBS a did a CBS. Also makes the game a little soggy. The <laughs> regular uh, player intros they just yes. had a little card flip at the bottom, oh, and then they cool. put the number inside of a circle. There's like no 3D element to this shit. Nobody yeah. says where they went to school. Like, oh, dude, what the, is the, this?
0: The the intros at the beginning of the game when they were just introing the teams last year on Fox, the fucking Rock did it. This year it was just like a like a sixty minutes presentation, of the teams coming out. It was bullshit. There was no fun. There was no badassness to it. It was just CBS spoon fed mush for old people.
2: Yeah, I, I I because I've been watching more CBS procedurals lately. <laughs> I I tricked myself into thinking, hey wait, hey are they they're talking about the internet on this one? Is CBS for? young adults are they for me are they for millennials and then this shit happened i'm i'm so sorry that's why they gave
3: the us a weekend you know that was for us
2: yeah they were like here kids
0: you like the weekend <laughs> are, right i we
3: don't understand it but here you go
0: he's all alone in under the stadium i guess there's something he's in like a bunker like it's fucking like like it's uh oh fuck i was i keep thinking get out but it's the other movie
2: us. Us, yeah. Us no, it's like it's us. Ooh. Oh,
0: Ooh. so
3: you think that was actually knows like this that tethered. Was guy. That did
0: yeah. it? Yeah. I, I think so. I think there was because the masks kind of reminded me that of it and it was just very it was usy, but they're like, here, here's some stuff you kids like.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: we'll do we'll uh we'll simulcast it on TikTok. Here's some Nickelodeon bullshit with Nate Burleson and uh you know, enjoy your Tom Brady victory, kids. The wait is finally over. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR all caps to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online. You're online. Sportsbook. Exports.
2: Also, I, I just happened to catch uh, the very beginning of the pregame. You know how Super Bowl pregame be like four hours before the game. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm just surfing the channels. Uh, and Nate Burleson was like way too stoked to get made fun of on uh, SNL. He, like, thanked SNL for kicking off the, the, the Super Bowl uh, the weekend. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like a whole other network.
0: I mean, I, I think I have a theory that Nate Burleson is being – I think that, that every game that Nate Burleson is also on now that they add to him or that they add him to, Jim Brown is also there looking very, very sad and i think it's because they're grooming Nate Burleson to take over JB's spot as the as the head guy the wrangler Whoa. of all the other you know the the Terry's and the and the the boomers and shit so it's going to be JB
2: this year and the next year we're going to have Nate replacing him NBA that makes NBA. sense that makes sense it seems like Nate they've got Nate on the uh media training fast track He's everywhere the NFL could possibly put a camera these days. You've got mail. Usually we're doing
1: a mailbag. And today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to write a thank you note ourselves. Sorry to everybody's mail we're not going to get to this week. Uh, we'll get to it this offseason. Maybe we'll do a show just uh, just answering the mail so we can kind of make some
2: catch up i mean the bags the the bags are pretty pretty deep they're they're all over my fucking living room right now dog i'm in a studio apartment i got eight mail bags of this shit man uh
1: danny i know it's tough to 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 muster a thank you to the nfl season but uh are you capable
0: sure i can do this i did write something um i'll just pull it out of the bottom of the bag Dear NFL. Even though I'm still mad at you right now, I am man enough to say thank you for having a season. Without the distraction of football and preparing for this podcast, I probably would have descended into a lighthouse-style madness around Thanksgiving. I mean, we had some good moments, didn't we? The Jets' butt interception, the hilarious NFC East race, Chad Henney, and so many storylines for next year. Stafford's Rams, the Jameis Winston Saints, Wentz on the blank. We'll just fill that in in post. Sure. Besides the Texans and the Eagles, it's anyone's title to win. But before that, we have six long months of a terrifying void. Fill it with basketball if you can. But for me, all sports are gone. There's no fantasy, no DraftKings. My YouTube was mostly football morning shows and Chiefs highlights, so now all I have to rely on is random clips from Gladiator that they put up there and a few videos on how to make your own pasta. The only fun thing I do have on my phone now is the Times crossword puzzle. So I'll just sit tight until the draft and dream of a 2021 season that's played in a mostly vaccinated world where I'm watching Chiefs football in Las Vegas next Christmas. And you, NFL, will get the thing that makes all of the infections and the concussions worth it. My money.
2: Signed, Danny Solomon.
1: Oh, well done, man.
2: It's it is so weird how like I can't wait to just give the NFL like you know a hundred and eight dollars to go watch the football team blow a fucking you know some sort of some sort of division like tiebreaker against the Rams next year. I'm so excited to do it. I can't wait. I believe in Taylor Heineke. Oof! Is that his He's story? our quarterback dog. This is win's time. I said I called it two years ago, oh. and now it is time.
0: To that
2: would on the highway. That would Come spice on. this
0: podcast up for 2020. That should get people coming back.
2: Why do you want
1: this guy? You spent two years shitting down his throat, and now you want him? I shit! I didn't shit down his throat. That was Danny. There was some of your poop that went into his mouth.
2: <laughs> well, that's because he sucked, dude. What's that got to do with me? All I did was it just (laughs) Dan. All I did. All I did was say he dresses weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't care how you dress. (laughs) He's got something to prove. Um Jamel, you got a thank you? Uh yeah, I got a few thank yous. Um Dear NFL, I would like to thank you for Making this season happen despite so many lives lost, I honestly needed it. Uh, Turns out football can be okay. I don't care that it was a sham division title. It meant a lot to me. Furthermore, I would like to thank you on behalf of the city of Tampa for choosing the weekend as your halftime show. Cannot think of a better pairing for a city. Schedule 1 narcotics, loneliness, sex, after hours, red jackets, elective surgery, strip clubs, Tampa Bay. Disney. Uh, hey, it was a little bit of everything. Uh, I'd also like to uh, thank you for um, bringing stovetop cleats back. Feels like stovetop cleats are on the way back. Uh, just imagine a lineman uh, dressed up like, uh, like a rockette. Uh, and that and that is that is just something that I can't wait to see. And I would also like to thank you for reminding me that I am the problem, and uh, I am an idiot. Every year I, I come into a season feeling good about decisions and, and opinions I have, and then I come on the show and I say nothing. I say nothing. I was right about all of this. I knew the <laughs> Bucks was going to win. Are you guys kidding? I knew it. And then I came on here and I got scared and I couldn't say it. I, I alluded to it being possible. I said you guys were going to lose to the Raiders. I was the only one with the heart to do it. And I came on here and, and I was a fucking ninny. And this is me apologizing to you now. Thank you. And I'm sorry. NFL.
0: Dead last no, it, in the picks. Jamel Johnson. Dead
2: last. <laughs>
0: it
1: One of the my favorite Sunday traditions is... Something happening during a game. Jamel texting us, hey, didn't I call that on the show? And we're like, no. <laughs>
2: I didn't. yeah, I didn't." But he wanted it. to. I he wanted thought to about I it. it. I wanted to and I did nothing. You cool. may have
1: mentioned it after the fact to us, but uh, I don't think you ever said it on the, the one outlet you have to talk about football.
2: No, it's ridiculous. It's really it's irresponsible. I, I just don't know. But I need I to know. feel this. So thank you. You do remember this feeling for for the start of next exactly. Year. Uh,
1: Natalie,
3: yeah.
1: Do you have any? Do you wish to thank the the, the National Football League in any I, sort of way?
3: Very much so. I'm glad to finally have the time to say thank you to the NFL for always showing me a side of Danny that I didn't quite know existed, but I'm glad was brought to my attention. So you know. <laughs> Work through it, but uh, I want to thank that. You know, it was a great season uh, for the Chiefs. It was fun when it was fun. It was bad when it was bad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, full circle, thank you for a boring Super Bowl that was disappointing, that, you know, just makes us want to come back harder next season and, you know, actually be able to gather again. You know, we really, we deserve a pandemic free super bowl where the chiefs can win and uh i just want to wrap it up by saying uh thank you also to Brittany matthews uh patrick mahomes fiance pregnant fiance she keeps it together you know she's got i i know what i deal with after each game i don't know what the hell she has to go through and uh, she looks great doing it so thank you Brittany, for keeping us all grounded and thank you nfl
1: we stand it it feels like brit <clears throat> patrick went the other way because uh randy mahomes uh certified lunatic i don't know if you've seen any of her <laughs> tweets seems that
3: way it <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> i think like, that
1: yeah patrick kind of went the other way and found his Brittany, and that's why they're so great together mm-hmm. is because it might be a direct rejection of the way randy acts on
3: i know but you don't want them- your mom Nobody likes okay. the wives getting on Twitter giving opinions. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna be what hurt. Are they,
2: what are they supposed to do? Like this, is what I don't understand. It's it's a person on Twitter. All we do on Twitter is to talk about what we think about what we're looking at. Yeah. So why is everybody so upset that uh, this person is commenting on what they're looking at? Because they want to be a No, because they want to be his wife. They oh. want to be married to him.
1: That's I it. Think Brittany, I think Brittany has good approval ratings. I'm talking about the mom. And even when we we're in little league and growing up playing sports, the <laughs> the shouting mom and the mom who will run onto the field and say, Don't oh, touch yeah. my boy yeah. and all those sorts of things, that's Randy Moms. Was the my crazy mom. lady.
3: I relate to um, that, so admit, yeah. I there's a little Randy in all of us. And Yeah,
0: don't fucking touch Patrick Mahomes, you motherfucker, you hypothetical, whoever you are.
3: If that was my son or fiance, I would be down there before the streaker was. I would be <laughs> all over.
1: Protect the golden child. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I got a couple thank you notes. Mine's going to start with, uh, thank you, COVID-19. Uh, Coaches used to cover their faces when they're calling plays, so why not just keep wearing the masks going forward? Uh, COVID-19 presented an easy solution for this problem. Now you don't got to put a huge play call sheet in your face. Just wear the mask. Problem solved. Uh, Thank you to the Oatly commercial which uh, for uniting the country and our shared hatred of your CEO and product. We all need something to collectively hate. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for biting the bullet there.
2: God damn it.
1: Uh, thank you to Snooky for getting the biggest laugh of the night uh, over at my household. Anyway, I don't know who who got the laugh from you guys, but Snooky. Maybe it's because it's still early and like my mood wasn't bad yet, but Snooky climbing the mountain complaining—that was good stuff. <laughs> uh, thank you to Armchair Media for letting us do this show and saving Danny thousands of dollars on therapy.
2: Hey, uh, yeah. Is- <laughs>
1: uh thank you to the eagles for trading carson wentz not sure when you're gonna do it just don't humiliate us with this package just make it worth our time you've teased this thing out for weeks my god at least a, one. a- you need a one no,
2: no we'll overpay them. Yeah, don't worry about it we'll, we'll set you guys up real nice go bears get them bears
1: yeah i guess most of all thanks thanks to you the listener um we don't know who most of you are. Some of you are in Germany and Australia. Uh, I'm not thanks for following American football, I guess, and uh, being able to understand what what's going on. That's fun.
2: Yeah, follow us, you freaks. Follow us online, and we'll do some dumb. we'll do some weird shit in the offseason, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah. We got all plans. We have the metrics. We know you're out there. You could stand to be
0: more vocal, but we're not going to force you into anything. I think this is a pretty chill environment for everyone, even the listener. Stay, stay with we're, we're, we got plans. We're going to we have a better next season. It's not mm-hmm. going to be a shitty ending yeah. like the Super Bowl was. We had a fucking, there was a poem and a hologram.
3: It was too much. It was overkill. Yeah. We, just, we like eh.
1: The Lombardi oh. hologram. Most of the players are probably like,
2: who the fuck is that?
1: just some dude in a trench coat and a
2: top hat bro the coats the coats were so good shorty's coat who read the poem whoa i know young thug was watching that and he was like yo i'm getting that coat
1: (laughs) uh jamel final thoughts on the season
2: uh yeah thanks for listening yeah hit us up man we just need to know what to do next what do you freaks want you guys want to you guys want a group chat where uh Dan Hardigan is sending you his favorite cartoon bird memes? Is that what you want? You want some merch? You want us to start making uh visors that you could put your beeper in? Just let us know where this football show needs to go next. Also, if you have a lead on how to get us press credentials, because if they could, if a dude could get paid to think Byron Leftwich is Todd Bowles, uh we could you could let us go to the Super Bowl, okay? You can let us go to the Super Bowl and dick around. Also, uh RIP to Marty Schottenheimer. Uh the, the football team has been cursed since you got fired. Uh Tony Banks, I hope you're doing okay as well. There you go.
1: Nice nicely done, Jamal. Mar- uh, yeah, Marty Schottenheimer, R.I.P. and merch. We need to come up with a t shirt. <clears throat> I'm on the leading- merch train. I'd say the leading uh, candidate we have right now is enormous headed Aaron Rodgers. And just, it just says, sorry, we love football with that uh, yeah, image. That could be good. We might be able to beat that. But uh, Danny, final thoughts on the season.
0: Yeah. Just thanks to everyone for listening. We're going to, we'll still be around. We're coming back for the big events. We'll do the draft. We'll do fr- some free agency talk. I'm sure more crazy shit is going to happen. Again, I'm sorry that it ended the way it did with the shittiest Super Bowl maybe in the last 20 years. Um, it was won by a villain who can't feel in a city that will probably be the capital of the United States of Q in a couple of months. but
1: Underwater you know, in a few years.
0: But even I, the, the person who took the brunt of the pain of this outcome from this podcast, can see – the shining light ahead of us. The team's going to be great. The Chiefs are still great. We've got a big slice of cookie cake still in the fridge. We're going to finish it off tonight. Lots to be thankful for going forward. And we'll still be around. If you stick with this podcast, we will reward you with a great 2021-22 season where we may possibly even go on the road. We've been talking about it. Let's get our asses vaccinated and then you can join us on the road, watching football, <laughs> uh, you know, eating exotic cuisines, and uh, and you know, recording a, a half hour a show.
1: I'd like to. I'd like. First stop Nashville. We're gonna go see what's up with Coach. Oh fuck yeah!
2: Oh, I'm right here, guys. Hey, oh, you thought you weren't gonna see me? Hey, It's Coach Mike Rabel. How you guys doing?
1: Sorry. Oh shit! Hey, Coach. Uh, looking forward to to attending a Titans game this season.
2: Bye. <laughs>
1: Damn. That's just how this season went. Uh, Natalie, got any final thoughts for the 2020, 2021 season?
3: Yeah, I'm glad it happened. I know it was touch and go for everyone. Um, and uh, it was a little bit of normalcy in an uncertain time. So i I've definitely, we needed it. Uh, But now let's rest. Let's just reflect, rest, have some me time on Sundays, and you know. And watch
0: two fucking seasons of Real Housewives playing simultaneously.
3: I didn't hear any complaints about New York and Beverly Hills, so.
2: (laughs) Now it's pretty good.
0: It's your time, babe.
2: You earned it. I still don't use it right, man. I'm going to be watching fucking ice skating. You know how they put ice skating on on Sunday at this time? No. Like, all the time? Oh, man. It's... The the channel surfing really changes in the football (laughs) off-season.
1: I'll be using the extra time to better myself, uh, hone my craft, and improve the planet Earth. And my final thoughts are just happy off-season, everybody. Just like what Natalie said. We got extra time now. This... This uh, weekly obligation is taking a couple month pause, which we all need, but shit in football. I'm sure we're going to wind up doing an emergency show in four days because, you know, Deshaun Watson goes to the Patriots or some shit. So this never stops and we'll be back, I'm sure, sooner than later. So uh, like we all said, thanks for listening and uh, sorry for doing this show. Once again.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh sorry you listened to it. And I'm sorry for our impending sponsorship with Asper Cream. Sorry
0: for the Super Bowl. We'll do better.
3: Sorry you had to close with me, but I really liked being on this. <laughs>